Now this morning we're going to do something a little different, just to mix it up a little bit. We've talked about how we want to be telling the story of what God is doing and the story of how God is using people more frequently here at Woodland Hills Church. The Bible's not a, 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 a book of propositions that are true. It, it's, a, it's, a, it's a story book. God tells the story of how he's active in the world and the people he uses, and the beauty of that story pulls us in to become part of that story. That's how the kingdom goes forward. And we're aware of the fact that a good many people who attend the weekend services here aren't aware of the, the plethora of ministries that are going on that really, that really are Woodland Hills Church. So we're going to do something different here. We're going to have like a, a reality TV sermon. Uh, we, we, we put together, a, you know, just we, uh, wove together a sermon out of some interviews and things of this sort. Uh, I think it's, it's rather interesting. We're calling this The Ministers Behind the Ministry. The Ministers Behind the Ministry. And the goal of this is simply to, to, to we'll, we'll, we'll sprinkle in a lot of scripture throughout this, this whole reality TV thing. And the goal is to see how the body of Christ is the, the, the total number of people who are, who are uh, working to make that happen. You are a minister of the gospel. And uh, the body of Christ, the kingdom of God goes forward as, uh, as you fill the role that God has given you to fulfill. First uh, Corinthians chapter 12 says this, and we'll get back to the book of Luke uh, next week, I promise. We're taking just a little break. So First Corinthians chapter 12 says this, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all of its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ. For we were, for we were all baptized or immersed into one spirit so as to form one body. Whether you're Jew or Gentile, whatever your ethnicity, doesn't matter. Whether you're slave or free, your socioeconomic status doesn't matter. We were all given the one spirit to drink. Even so, the body is, made up, uh, is not made up of one part, but of many. Many parts working together. And then he says in verse 27, Now you, plural, are the body of Christ, and each one of you, singular, is a part of it. Just think about that as we uh, uh, listen to this uh, uh, sermon. The heart of Woodland Hills Church, but even more than that, the heart of what it is to be a kingdom person, the heart of the kingdom of God, is packed into this, this 30 minute sermon here. So I want us to listen very attentively and let the Holy Spirit work in our life as we do so. Holy Spirit, would you just be very present here? We thank you for how you've been present here during the worship service. Now, Lord God, open our eyes, open our ears, and most importantly, open our hearts to be transformed by the message. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. My name is Brandon and I do sound. Hi, my name is Betty and I make the coffee. All God's critters got a place in the choir. Some sing low, some sing higher, some sing out loud on the telephone wire. Some just clap their hands or paws or anything they've got. Now listen to the bass, it's the one on the bottom where the bullfrog croaks and the hippopotamus moans and groans with the big to do. When the old cow just goes moo. My name is Don and I hand out bulletins. Hi, Jane Dyfus. I'm Lori. I take money for the resource center. Hey, I'm Pete, and I play the guitar. All God's good has got a place in the choir. Some sing low, some sing higher, some sing out loud on the telephone line. Some just clap their hands and paws or anything they got now. You know, a lot of people think that what church is mainly about is, is what happens on Sunday morning or Saturday night at the weekend services. Because um, that's what they see. 
know, they see the, the, the music, the worship, the preaching, and maybe if they have kids, the children's church or the, the youth ministry, maybe a few other ministries. But the reality is that that's not the main thing that Woodland Hills Church is about. Uh, we're about the kingdom, and the kingdom happens way outside of the weekend experience, mostly outside of the weekend experience. And so what we'd like to do is just kind of give us a broader panoramic view of some of the ministries. This is a small snippet of the ministries that are going on as part of the Woodland Hills Church uh, body as we carry out the vision that God's given us uh, to embody and spread the kingdom of God in St. Paul and the surrounding areas and to the world as the Lord leads. Let's go out and take a look. You know, we're, we're kind of calling this this uh, sermon, you know, something along the lines of, you know, volunteers. But really, the distinction between, I don't even like the term volunteer, though the people are certainly volunteering their time. But that word contrasts with professionals. And there ain't no kingdom professionals. <laughs> uh, we're, we're all just doing the work of ministry. And... Uh, the person who's, who's uh, you know, ministering to battered women or the person who's painting walls, uh, the person who's folding the bulletins, the person who's setting up chairs, the person who's working the cameras, um, they're as much a minister as the person who's doing the preaching or the person who's leading the, the worship service. And we really, really need to get that in our, in our craniums, that, that we are all, each and every one of us, if we've surrendered our life to Christ, we're called to the work of ministry. What Woodland Hills Church is has nothing to do with the building. Uh, it's, it's, it's one local expression of the called out ones. And God's given us a distinct uh, vision of what we're supposed to do together in embodying the kingdom of God and spreading the kingdom of God in St. Paul and in the surrounding areas and to the world as uh, the Lord leads. And every single person who's aligned with this, uh, this ministry uh, has a role to play in doing that. Hi, we're talking to Joanna Zwak, and I'm trying not to laugh because this is about our sixth take on this thing. Because I either call her Joanne Zwak or Joanna Schwak, or I, I so forgive me for my, That's okay, my ineptitude on names. Uh, Joanna, uh, tell us uh, what ministries you're involved in at Woodland Hills Church, and tell us a little bit about them. Meals of Love is a very wonderful ministry, uh, also helping people in the Woodland Hills Church body. We've had this wonderful opportunity in the last year to help out a family of three um, where the mother has cancer, mm. and they want to make sure their seven-year-old has a normal life. And doing dinners at night is just really a hard thing sure, to do sure, yeah. for this family, yeah. and taking care of the mom is... Um, as she is dying, and we've had small groups sign up, take care of this family for weeks at a time, say that they're praying for this family, and when I follow up with this family, they're just so grateful, and they just really say, we can feel the prayers. Mm -hmm. Hi, my name is John Wolf, and I'm an 8th grade small group leader. Hi, my name is Gail, and I'm making coffee. My name is Bruce Bailey, and I pluck on the doghouse. This is Philip Gustafson. How you doing, Philip? Good to meet you. Uh, and Philip was one of our ministers here at Woodland Hills Church. Uh, Philip, uh, how old are you? Ten. Ten. Turning eleven next week, actually. Oh, happy birthday! You help out around the church here, don't you? Mm-hmm. Well, what kind of stuff do you do? 
Well, we hand out the bulletins, and then when it's time to take the offering, we'll do that, too. Okay. Was it hard to learn how to take up offerings and stuff? Well, I got it after, like, a couple weeks. Okay. Uh, other people kind of showed you the ropes, showed you where yeah. to go, and how to hand up those Yeah, things. we do it on the third Sunday of the month. Our shelter, the house next door is transitional. Uh, and it's, it's all women who have been battered, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, coming battered out of a women. family situation mm -hmm. like that. And then, then what do the volunteers uh, do? The volunteers can do absolutely anything. It's wonderful. Um, they can be like Jim, <laughs> and they do construction, uh, a lot of construction work. We have volunteers who come and do Bible study. We have volunteers who do transportation. So uh, about how much time per week would you say that you typically put in here? Well, we only come uh, once a month, uh, and uh, it's only for a couple hours. So how many people, like, from Woodland Hills Church are, you know, are... are... We can't count. Oh, really? We've lost count. <laughs> we don't know what we would do without Woodland Hills. I hate to say it like that. Oh, no, but, no, that, it, that's, one, one, that's an honor, right? Why do you do this? Uh, what does it mean to you? Uh, what satisfaction do you, do you get from volunteering at the dwelling place? Well, I, I think that this is this is our our command to to do what Jesus wants us to do, and and to sense that I'm part of, of the healing that He does in, in people's lives, mm. and and through the staff and and the other volunteers, I just feel like we're all working together and and doing the work that, that Jesus wants done. Mm -hmm. I sometimes wonder, like, you know, when 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 we're in the kingdom, when the kingdom comes, mm -hmm. uh, if uh, part of what we'll be doing throughout eternity is just uh, seeing the ramifications and enjoying the ramifications of, of, of what we've done and how it's made a difference in people's lives. Every nail that's been pounded here, every person that's helped landscape this, everyone who's donated anything mm -hmm. has played a part in the healing of every woman who's come through these doors. Mm -hmm. But we, we normally can't connect the dots, you know. Uh, but when we, when we get to heaven, I suspect that part of the joy will be seeing how the dots all connect. I just love uh, what Janet is doing over there at the, the dwelling place. And I, I just love the fact that uh, we've got so many ministers from Woodland Hills Church who are a part of that. It, that just is so pure kingdom. It impacts uh, women and their families in, in profound ways that has eternal repercussions. Impacting people is what it's all about. My name is Mike and I work for Kids Station. My name is Glory Murphy and I spend the best part of my week in the Resource Center. Hey, my name is Trevor Ford. I work with the junior hires because they match my maturity level. We're sitting here with uh, one of the ninth grade uh, girls, uh, small groups. Yay, ninth grade small Okay, Okay, there you go. <laughs> Okay, this is part. This is part of the, the small group. And we're going to talk to Pat McCormick. And so, Pat, it's good. Thanks for, for meeting with us. You're welcome. Uh, Glad Pat, to be here. Uh, how long have you been involved in uh, our youth ministry? Um, well, since these girls were in first grade and they're now in ninth grade, I've had some of them since then. So, what would that be? Eight years. What I've gotten from them is just amazing fulfillment. I've watched them grow into these wonderful young Christian women. And it's just been fun all the way along. And getting to know them as well as I have on a personal basis, on a spiritual basis, has been amazing. I wouldn't trade it for anything. I really mean that. That's great. What was it that led you to decide to take on this ministry? Had you had past experience with it? Or what was it that clicked for you? Well, I've always liked young people. I mean, I've had two girls myself. Uh -huh. um, I've always liked kids. In my old church, I taught Sunday school, but it wasn't on the same level as this. And when I got here, initially it was just to teach Sunday school again, but it's, it just began meaning a lot more to that 
to me than that. It became much deeper than, than it had been in the past. Yeah, I imagine after eight years, uh, you developed quite a, quite a level of trust. I mean, yes. that, that's, that's great. Yeah. I'm Sarah, and I teach seven years old class, very loud class. My name's Alex, and I play for Kid Station. My name's Becky, and I do lights. Chris, what's your last name? Stewart. Chris Stewart. Stewart. Yeah. And uh, Chris heads up the, why don't you tell us? It's uh, the Work for People the group. Work for People yeah. group. Work for People. And tell us what that ministry is about. Uh, the ministry is basically about helping people and supporting folks who need help with gaining an employment, making career transitions, or finding out just where uh, the work fits into your biblical life. How does it fit in with your life overall? Wow. Uh, what gave you the idea? For, did you start this ministry? Yep, I started this ministry. How long ago? Yep. Uh, it's been a year now. A year? Yep, it's been a year now. Excellent. No, yeah. And what gave you the idea for this? Um, well, I just saw so many people being referred to me throughout uh, community groups and churches who really needed the type of help that I, w I could offer outside of my normal day job, so I thought that I could do it on the side. I found a church that would let me do it, which is Woodland, and I thought, uh, great, the carpet was rolled out for me and I was able to do it. Okay, so you do this kind of thing for a living? Sure. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And so then you're just like offering it to people as a ministry? As a ministry also. Well, that's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. Well, I'm Greg. I think you probably already knew that. What? Oh, okay. Never mind that one. <laughs> uh, so, well, um, uh, what is your ministry here at Woodland Hills Church? Well, mainly, mainly painting, uh, and I'm doing about uh, one room a week. One room a week? Yeah. And this is uh, second year going on. Oh, so you've been doing this for a year, and now you're in the second year? Yeah. All right. Yeah. And so you're working here on the, on the family, family room. room, right? Yes. Do you find that the walls like get nicked up a lot and stuff? Is yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Especially with the kids involved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Well, listen. We appreciate what you're doing. That's uh, you know, it just keeps this place looking good. Thank you. Uh, if it wasn't for people like you, this place would be all nicked up. Look at all the nicks on this wall here. And they got. Yeah. Yeah. Looks like it's got acne yeah. or something. <laughs> well, Allison, thanks so much for all you're doing. I uh, really appreciate it. It's people like you that really make this you're ministry welcome. work. I enjoy doing it. All right. God bless you. Yeah. Smile. Go away. I am Jen, and I sing alto whenever Norm asks me to. My name is Tim. I work with the youth. I'm here with, with Judy. Kathy. I, no, no, no. Wait, okay. Judy. I'm here with Kathy and Judy. Judy, uh, yeah. come on over. Judy. Judy's a little shy today. <laughs> Hi, Judy. And, and th these folks uh, uh, help out with our children's ministry. Uh, by well, why don't you just uh, tell us kind of what they've been working very hard here? That's why uh, Kathy's so hot. <laughs> we come in on Monday mornings and um, clean the early childhood and the infant areas and the kindergarten areas, and we have a crew of about six people that come in and clean. We sterilize stuff, clean it, organize it, throw broken toys away, and it takes us um, from about nine in the morning to about noon. And then we have a little snack usually after if they want to stay. We have uh, cold water, juice, sometimes cookies and fruit, and <laughs> just kind of uh -huh. um, talk. Oh, so you have a little fellowship built yep. in with it. Yep, it's really turned out to be a, a, a good thing. We started about three and a half years ago. When you have a larger church like Woodland Hills, mm -hmm. it's so easy for people just to kind of get lost, and, and they show up on a weekend, yeah. and they you know, kind of fall through the cracks, and no one really knows them, and they don't know anybody. And uh, uh, getting involved in ministry like this is one great way to, to get to know people, to get connected. It was and big before, and now it's small. It seems like a small church well, to that's me. Perfect. That's it exactly. Is. It is. Yeah. It's wonderful. That's exactly it. My name's Stephen, and I help out in Kids Station. 
My name is Stephanie. My name is Micah, and I put the rock in the folk rock. You know, it takes uh, a lot of people, a lot of people, to uh, uh, run a ministry. And most of those people are never in, in, in front view. Um, there are dozens and dozens, actually hundreds of people working behind the scenes uh, who never are up front, um, dedicating their time and their resources, their talent, uh, faithfully to, to see this ministry go forward. Oh, look at this. They have a nice little cushion for my, 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 my bottom. Oh, this is wonderful. Seven goes into five, goes into three, goes into the cover. Right. Yes. Oh, it's way too much information, man. You're ministering to the people as much as I do when I'm up preaching uh, because you're giving them something. You're, you know, people probably see this bulletin and they think a machine does it or something, but it takes, it takes people, people hours, people sacrifice uh, to, to do this. What, what led you to get involved, Kamal? Well, I just recently was laid off from my, my uh, job and I wanted to give back and, you know, something to the church because I've been, you know, here for about nine years and... Um, this gave me an opportunity to come and do that, and it's just been, it's been a blessing. It's been good. Very cool. Been very good. cool. So, Dorothy, how long have you been uh, doing this? About three years. Three years? Mm -hmm. What do you like about it? Or well, what? these people. The people? Yes. Okay. So, you guys have fun together? Yeah, yeah. We wish it would last longer. Oh, really? <laughs> Slow down. We're having too much fun. Um, Dan, tell people what your ministry is. My ministry here is to make you look good. And you're not doing a very good job. No. I mean, really, look at this. Here we have this kind of a... If that's <laughs> even possible. <laughs> you do a very good job of it. My ministry involves sitting here at these computers and advancing the computer graphics for the worship and your sermon. The most challenging thing is he has to figure out, he has to pay attention to every sermon, which is no small feat. And know exactly where I am, and and he, we we not we don't have a sophisticated system here. He just kind of knows when I'm at a certain point, and then puts the, the thing up there. Greg's notes are always very helpful, and in case that fails, I do have this. <laughs> well, you did such a humorous guy. You want to beat the tar? <laughs> All right, that's it. We're going okay. right here. Uh, <laughs> what kind of time commitment does this involve? Usually about 2.30, 3 o'clock. Okay, so you run the Saturday service. And then by the time I've done that, I also do the Sunday services, which go real smooth and easy after you've done the Saturday services. Because Sundays so, you can just really kick back and enjoy them. One of the most important passages in the Bible, I think, that we need to hear over and over and again is Ephesians chapter 4, uh, verses 11 and 12 where Paul says that God has set, uh, has, has, uh, set apart apostles and prophets and teachers and evangelists and uh, others for the purpose of equipping the people for the work of ministry. And the work of ministry is, is anything that uh, furthers the kingdom of God. So the ministers of the church are the people. Everybody is a minister. It's just that some people, their ministry is ministering to other people to help them minister. And um, what's happened, and it happened really early on in church history, around the fourth century, uh, is that the people who are called to do the equipping of the saints, um, they got tagged as sort of the professional ministers. 
And it really comes right out of paganism because in all the pagan religions, they had a high priest who did intercession for the people. He was closer to the God, to God or the gods. And he had to like, you know, do the rituals and all that stuff. And, and his prayers counted more than the other people's prayers and his works counted more than the other people's works. And, and the job of the people was basically just to support him. But he did the ministry. And we incorporated, essentially incorporated that model of ministry uh, into the church starting around the fourth century. And that just totally cripples the church. It, it, because people now think that their job is to just to support the professionals and, um, uh, and that's it. But see, we're all the ministers. We all have direct access to the Most High God. We, we are all called to be priests to the world. Uh, we mediate God's presence to the world, and we do it through our life and through our words, by sharing the gospel, and by our works of service. And the only reason why there are some who are set aside part-time or full-time uh, to do that is because the called-out ones see that it's advantageous for the purpose of building the kingdom um, to, to, to have them doing that full-time so they can equip the saints for the work of ministry. Tell us, how long have you been a part of the, uh, the prayer ministry here at Woodland Hills Church? Yeah, I've been part of the prayer ministry for about a year now and uh, just still growing in the Lord Jesus Christ in His power. Prayer ministry is a, it's a hidden ministry. It's uh, not for fame or popularity, but it's just doing kingdom work for God. And also, you know, I thank God for the Latino prayer meeting that goes on on Monday. And uh, the other people are just doing intercession because yeah. all together when we come together as, as one, and we make that strong impact as people of God. I do remember about a month or two ago, I, I stopped by here, and, and I was really having, it was a really rough day. I was very discouraged. I heard you guys pray, and I came in here, and then you guys spent about 20 minutes praying over me. Mm -hmm. And that did so much, that, that honestly, it just lifted my spirits. I, I just came away with such a refreshment in that. So, so <laughs> I... I, I Personally, I just really appreciate all you guys are doing. My name is Heidi, and I get my hands dirty at Kid Station. My name is Jeff. I sit here, uh, look gorgeous every day. Hi, my name is Steve, and I run the camera. We're in our, our prayer chapel here on a Wednesday night. Hi, Dan. Hi. How you doing? Good to Good. see you. It's good to see uh, you. Uh, tell me what your ministry is here. Uh, well, what we do is we pray for the youth group. Um, we pray for the entire youth center, actually, um, with all the plans that are going on in there. Okay, so it's, it's both uh, uh, it's primarily a prayer covering for our youth mm -hmm. while they're going through the youth, youth activities, but it's also kind of a prayer support group for right. parents of right. youth. And especially lifting up, one thing that's really on our heart is lifting up the relationships um, between the teens and their parents. I, I don't know very many people who are raising teenagers who wouldn't appreciate some prayer and some exactly. support. Uh, you're talking about a war zone here, sister. Exactly. <laughs> I never even knew about this ministry. Oops, sorry about that. We're very professional here. I felt the Lord calling me to the refuge for some reason. I wasn't sure what it was, so I just showed up. Um, and he made it clear that Fantastic. it was to, to, for prayer and worship, and, um, and then eventually that to, to go into the prayer chapel and be there to cover the ministry and to pray for people. Oh, man. Tell us a little bit about your ministry. Well, uh, I started volunteering at the refuge a couple years ago, and uh, if there's something someone asked me to do, if I can do it, I'll do it. Okay. And so then I started greeting, and then I saw they uh, needed desserts, so I started making desserts. And That's wonderful. It's really a blessing because I love to bake, 
and it's a way I can serve God. I can put on my worship music and praise God while I'm doing it, right. plus serving with my, my resources, and plus I love to do it. So it's really a blessing to serve God doing what you love. Is it okay if I uh, try one? I'm sitting here salivating sure. as I'm talking to you. What kind would you like? These have peanut butter and semi-sweet chocolate. Oh, These man. These have milk chocolate. Ah. These have marshmallows. Oh, I'm going to go with the peanut butter one. All right, thank you. You're welcome. Now, if I was married to you, I'd be about 400 pounds. Uno mas. So, addicting. We limit them one to a person. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> Ma'am. I only made 300, and I'm not sure you that's going to be enough. If you keep this up, you're going to need a support group for people who are addicted to chocolate. <laughs> I do a ministry, and you're not heading this one up. We American Christians tend to have this really screwy idea about what the church is. Most people, I think, sort of instinctively identify the church with a building. And we even talk that way, like, I'm going to church. Like, church is someplace you go to. The thing is, from a biblical perspective, uh, the church, the word actually, the Greek word is ekklesia. And the word means called out ones. Uh, it, it refers to a people group. A, a group of people who have been called out, called out from the normal way of doing life to a special way of doing life, a Jesus way of doing life, a kingdom way of doing life. Uh, it's, it's, it's people who have surrendered their life to Christ and uh, have committed their life to, to building the kingdom, to embodying the kingdom in their own life and to living it out and in doing that to, to spread the kingdom, the dome in which God is king on earth. That's what the church is. The church is nothing more than people. People who are set apart for, for a distinct purpose. Most areas that uh, we can minister in don't require any specialization, any special training, but some do. And it's a real gift to the kingdom when people who have an expertise in a certain area are willing to use that for the furthering of the kingdom. Now, this is an area I know zero about, uh, actually less than zero. It has to do with computers, and I'm computer challenged. But we've got a guy here, Mike Selner, and uh, uh, he, part of his ministry is helping us with our computers. So I'd like to just kind of go and meet him and talk to him a little bit. Mike. Hello. Hi, how you doing, man? Hi, great. Okay, here's the cameras, and we're going to just talk a little right. bit here. All right. Uh, Mike, can you tell, tell me a little bit, and, and uh, I am very much a layman when it comes to computer. Okay. I, what I know about computers is touch these three buttons, and it will turn on. That's okay. as far as it goes. So, but can you t explain to us a little bit, like, what do you do here at the church? What, what's right. your ministry? Well, I've done uh, two things. Uh, my company developed the software to maintain the Woodland Hills website, which you see here. And oh, the staff cool. uses that. They can go in and, and put in new articles every day. And the other thing is I also wrote a program for uh, the Human Resources Department to keep track of the uh, uh, vacation for the church staff. Like, how much time would you say uh, per month that you tend to put in? Oh, it's probably uh, three, four hours a week. We're at a construction site. I had to choose the windiest day of the year because my hair is a mess, but thankfully we've got these wonderful hats that we'll be wearing as we go into this construction site to find Joe. I'm getting an idea of what real men do for a living. Uh, you know, this is, this is neat. Got to ride in this uh, construction elevator. wild time. We're here talking with Joe Kelly, and he's a, a member at Woodland Hills Church and involved in some ministries. We just kind of want to find out. Uh, Joe, tell us kind of the stuff you do. For the past three years, I've been uh, going down to, to Mexico with the men's missions uh, trip, construction 
ministry uh, called AWOL. It's a short team uh, missions trip, right? Yes. And uh, do you head that up? Yep. So what sort of things do you do when you're down there? Uh, you, you work with the missionary there, but practically, what, what sort of things do you do? We've been working on a clinic for the last three years, and it's just about done. We, uh, we finished up the electrical, the plumbing this last trip. There was an addition for a doctor. Eventually, a doctor will come and live Excellent. there. We built a chicken coop this year for a lady who, oh, who's, uh basically doesn't have any legs. So she just scoots around on her torso, and she's literally used as a uh, soccer ball by her her brother and her father, who are, mm. you know, they'll they'll come and you know, and so this chicken oh, yeah. coop will enable her to be independent from them because she's dependent upon them for her livelihood. Now she'll be able to sell eggs and chickens. Oh, and she won't. Praise God, them. I love yeah. that. You know. So when you guys go down there, how long are you down there for? We're generally ten to eleven days. Ten to eleven days. Yep. I mean, how do these guys free themselves up to do that? That's a pretty big commitment. You just got to take it off. You know, you got to so once you, you say yes. You know, you just. It is a big commitment. So you just like losing. use your vacation time or. You know, I don't. In my case, I don't have vacation time. So I, you know, if I don't work, I don't get paid. You know, so I, I give up that week, right. which is, but the payback is, is way more than that. You know. I got two major problems I'm working against right now. One is that I'm having a terrible hair day, a bad hair day. This is just, this is ridiculous. It's so windy outside. The other thing is I'm driving in freaking Minneapolis and it drives me nuts. I get whenever I get down here. This is why God called me to St. Paul because I step inside Minneapolis and I get nervous. We're oh okay, go straight. All right, 94 is up ahead. I it's a zoo down here. You know something else that. Uh, Joe said that I think is is so uh, important when he talked about how you know, I mentioned that it was quite a sacrifice he and, and those other guys made to take 11 days or 12 days off of work and they don't have any vacation time they just got to take the hit on that one and um, said that you know that's quite a sacrifice and he says well you know it doesn't feel like that and it, I, that is just so profoundly true I I think the way God God's wired it so that the kingdom goes forward with our sacrifice and the sacrifice is about ascribing worth to others loving others blessing others but whenever you do that whenever you do that uh, sooner or later and it's usually sooner the blessing comes back on you and you realize that that uh, you set out to help somebody but you're the one who got help more in the process uh, this is the Wisniewski family and we are in one of the infant rooms of our children's church. Don, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, the family and, and what you guys do uh, as part of the ministry here at Wilden Hills Church. Um, for this is, we're starting our fourth year in the children's ministry. I volunteered for the, for, you know, young children and they had a vacancy in the two-year-olds and I thought, oh my gosh, you know, um, terrible twos, but as it turns out, they're mostly rebelling against their own parents, mm -hmm. and <laughs> they're not so terrible to other people, thank goodness. And, and how often do you, do, do you minister in the children's church? Um, we do it weekly. I start out every other week, and after about six weeks, I realized that I look forward to that week, so I said, why am I doing this? And I just started doing it every week. Wow. And then, were you guys involved in it right from the start? Have you been doing it for four years as well? Yep, yeah. all at the same time. Really? So for four years, you've just been ministering together? Yeah. Uh, aside from the fact that Don got the bug to do this ministry, uh, why are you involved in this? 
for me, it's a very blessing for me because I love baby and I'm not capable of to have another baby. So it's my fix. Then, <laughs> I love it. It's my fix. Um, I get my baby fix. Oh, I definitely got to have it. You know, I don't have to have a coffee, but I got to have a baby. Husbands, if your wives are <laughs> wanting that other baby, here's the solution. <laughs> For the last four years, you've been modeling ministry w with your kids and just teaching them, this is normal. This is what, this is what Christians do. Yeah. We follow Jesus and we're involved in ministry. And so it, it's really been a good, you know, family thing uh, and, yeah. and a teaching thing for, for your kids. It's like they always say, actually no one says this, but the family that ministers together stays together, <laughs> grows together. I love being here. <laughs> Hi, my name is CJ and I work at Kin Station. I'm Adam Cliver and I run the sound for you. Hi, my name's Joel and I like to hit stuff. The next guy where I want to interview here has been around for a long time. He's just one of the, the staples of Woodland Hills Church, one of the old-timers of Woodland Hills Church. In season and out of season, good times and bad, you've been there. This is Mark. And I ran sound for many years, and in fact, if you remember, Adam, my then probably about eight-year-old, now in college, came with me, and you used to ask me, how do you get him to get here at six in the morning? I know. Remember those days? Show up at six, unload everything, set up everything, do the two services, tear down everything, yeah. put away everything. But no Saturday nights. But no yeah, Saturday yeah. nights. There was a plus to that. So we just, you know, I, I... We suffered so terribly back in those days. Thank you, Jesus. And of course, when we moved here, we added video. And so I was, uh, had been sound guy, and I uh, got involved with the video. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of fun because my uh, oldest son, Adam, would be the camera guy, and I'd be the switcher, and of course got to know Dan, and um, we just did it year after year. Mm -hmm. As I understand it, we're here at a small group's house. We're going to kind of find out how they fit into the ministry and things like that. I don't think I know most of these people. No, they are expecting me, so I can just go right in. I don't normally just walk into people's house without knocking, so here we go. Hi, you guys. Hey. How's it going? I'm, I'm Greg. You're Greg? Yeah, welcome to reality TV, Woodland Hills style. You're David? I'm David. I'd like to meet Kristen. Hey, are, are you, you live here. Yes, okay. I do. Okay, and so don't worry about saying anything stupid or anything because I do it all the time, as you know. And How have you guys been together as a group? Or what's the history months, of this group? Six, six to eight months. We started September 1st. We had a list of books that we wanted to read, including Erwin uh, Ir McManus, um, the one we're reading now, Seizing Your Divine Moment. We also read a book called uh, If You Want to Walk on Water, You've Got to Get Out of the Boat. And they were all sort of following this theme, and we all kind of wanted to pursue that direction. We said, let's open it up to you know, the community and see who else wants to pursue this, uh, this idea. No doubt repenting of religion, God of the possible, God of war, uh, escaping the matrix. Those things are kind of coming, I'm sure. Uh, clearly, being involved in this group, leading this group, how has this helped you or challenged you? It's increased my faith to see that, um, you know, God can, God can use me, God can work through me, but um, it's not about me, it's about what God can do through That's me. That's fantastic. And so then I, I think I also have... Um, seen as other opportunities for leadership types of things or things that I may have shied away from have come into my life. I'm more open to that. Like, okay, God, we could do this together. <laughs> so it's, I think that's really just has grown my faith. That's so good. You know, it, it, so often we, we, we look at all the reasons why we can't do something, and what we don't see is that God has it taken care of. It's like Moses going into Egypt, you know. And uh, if you can't talk well, well, there's an Aaron sitting around who can do it, you know. I, I, for a long time, didn't go into ministry uh, because I thought, I can't be a pastor. Because the reality is, I can't. <laughs> I, you know, but other people can. And, and I can motivate, I can talk, you know, but I can't do that other stuff. But then God puts the team together. The equation is, 
uh, you know, the mission follows the, the gifts, you know, that, mm. well, I don't have the gifts of being a leader, so I won't lead, versus I, I sometimes, th sometimes think it's really the other way around. The, the gifts follow the mission. If we just kind of step out and say, hey, I'm going to lead, I'm going to put myself in a situation where I'm going to be vulnerable, I may not have everything I need, then that's when God steps in and yeah. provides the gifts we need. 90% of the victory is showing up, just stepping up. And the, the difference between people who succeed and, and do a lot in life and impact a lot in life is I, my experience has been it's not that they're exceptionally gifted or anything. It's just that they didn't have the common sense to say no. It's like, okay, I'll take a swing. You know, what have you got to lose? They didn't feel fear failure. And showing up is 90% of the game. Okay, we're talking with Linda, who is uh, one of our ministers uh, with our children. Linda, thanks for meeting with us. We really appreciate it. Would you tell us a little bit about uh, your ministry? I started um, in children's when the girls were in second grade, and now they're in fourth grade, and I'm moving up with them all the way. So tell me what's involved in, in doing this ministry with uh, the girls. Um, showing up um, every, every Sunday, making them comfortable with you so they could talk about things with you that they normally probably wouldn't talk to their parents and stuff about, and just teaching them about Jesus and loving them and showing him by example, really. Hi, I'm Rhoda. Welcome to the Yellow Room in Kid Station. Hi, my name's Mark, and I'm a switcher. Hi, I'm Jerry, and I tell all the ushers what to do. Tell us uh, about, um, like, how long have you been going to the church, and how long have you been serving in the church? We've been here at the church since the second service. I beat you. Uh -huh. I know you were at the beginning. <laughs> I, you know, anyway, that's second how service. long we've been here, yeah. I started out being one of the shepherds, and then from that... And um, what does a shepherd do? A shepherd takes care of the babies and welcomes them and loves them and holds them and cares for them, prays okay. for them. Oh, and then I uh, was asked to take um, the coach job, which took me out of the room and out into the hallways to work with the parents and okay. to uh, work with the, the babies that cry, that need walking. Okay. And so that's um, what I've been doing for the last six years. Are there times where you feel like you want to just give up and oh, yeah. coast? And mm -hmm. What keeps you going? Okay, what keeps me going is that these are little ones that can't care for themselves. And these are parents who need um, their children taken care of. And um, even though I get tired sometimes and want to quit, I want to introduce other people in to the joy of serving mm, back here. Okay. I really think that one of the ways we're supposed to grow as kingdom people is, is by serving others. It's not, it's not like we first grow and get mature and then start serving. Rather, it's the act of service that grows us. I believe there are people who, who you know, they're waiting to, for something before they actually get engaged. They're waiting to grow more or to be healed more or to understand more or whatever. But it can be the case. I'm not saying this is always the case, but it can be the case that one of the reasons why they might be stunted in their growth or stunted in their healing or sort of have plateaued in their maturity is because they're not out there serving. There's a, there's a level of growth and healing, recovery, that can only happen when we get in the game and really get involved and stop being a receiver or just a receiver and start being a giver. And I think God has just built it into the kingdom principle. It's a, it's a, it's a kingdom truth. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, the Bible says. Uh, you, when you invest in the lives of others, it comes back on you in a million different ways. This 
this is not the church. This is just a building. This is just a building where we see a lot of people. And uh, we, we fill it up, what, uh, two days out of the week, maybe a total of five or six hours. The rest of the time, it's mostly like this. Have some other functions in here. But it's just a building. And it's a good building. And God, you know, uses this building. And I think when the people come here, it's, it's sanctified for a purpose. Um, and so in that sense, it's a consecrated building, but, but really it's just brick and mortar, and it's just an empty, uh, it's just an empty building. And all the while this building's empty, there are people doing the kind of things that we've been seeing in this uh, video. And that is the church, not this. Amen. 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 Can't tell you how true that is. Uh, the, the kingdom happens to the extent and only to the extent that we're replicating Christ in our life, uh, individually and collectively. Uh, we come together and celebrate the, the kingdom here, but this is not itself the kingdom. Uh, I just want to take a moment to thank all those who have in any capacity volunteered uh, at Woodland Hills Church, the ministers behind the ministry. And if you've had any capacity uh, uh, as a volunteer in this last year at Wilton Hills Church, would you just for one second stand up? And we always want to say thank you and thank God for you. Stand up. All around. That's good. Stand up. If you've had any volunteer role. Amen. I want to thank those who have been uh, involved. I know there are many who have ministries that aren't directly connected to this, this church. That's kingdom as well. And for those of you who have maybe just kind of bought into this mindset that it's primarily about going to church and getting something, and that's kind of what Christianity is all about, I, I want to just encourage you to get in the game. Uh, you don't know what you're missing, and even more importantly, none of us know how the body of Christ is hurting because you're not doing your, your gift, what you're called to do. There's a level of growth you'll never get until you learn how to, the joy of sacrificial living. Uh, there's a, uh, a level of freedom, a dimension of an awareness of God's spirit, a dimension of blessing that you, you just never will know. You'll just be doing churchianity until, until you learn how to get involved and, and, and start sacrificing your time and, and your money and your resources in whatever capacity it may be, maybe folding bulletins and maybe sweeping the floor, maybe painting a room, maybe clean, cleaning up uh, children's uh, uh, toys, uh, it may be preaching. Uh, it, it's all the same. It's just about what God has called you to do. So I encourage you to uh, uh, read through the bulletin. And that, that's a great way to know what's going on here at the church. And pray over the bulletin, and God may use that to pull you into something. Or we've got a volunteer opportunity booklet out in the gathering area. And you can look through there. There's just opportunities all around. You need to be part of the body of Christ doing that. And the body of Christ needs you to be doing that because we're all one body with many parts. Would you stand? And we'll close in prayer. Excuse me, close in prayer. So, Father, I, I give you thanks, God, for everybody who, has, who is part of this uh, body here, Lord, uh, who has... Uh, stepped up and is doing the role that you've called them to do, Lord. That is what the ministry is. I thank you, God, that uh, you have not set aside specialists for ministry, but you've called us all, each and every one of us, 
uh, to be part of the ministry. And I pray for those, Lord, who have just not quite gotten that yet and uh, don't realize how their life and the life of the kingdom is diminished because of that. Free them, Lord, to be uh, kingdom people who are living in outrageous love, replicating Christ in your life, Lord God. Thank you for all you've done uh, so far in this ministry, and we're expecting far and greater things as the kingdom further saturates our mind, saturates our heart, saturates our life, and as we become increasingly intoxicated with a vision for the kingdom. In Jesus' name we pray and all God's people said, amen. God bless you. Go out and do the kingdom.